Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Live Your Raw Life podcast. Welcome to the platform where the intention is to help you live your rich, authentically aligned, wholesome life. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Watkins. Together, let's raise our vibrations and awareness in order for you to live the raw life that was meant for you. Welcome back to the Live Your Raw Life podcast. Today, I have a special guest on the show. She is a friend of someone that was also on the show, episode 33, Sandy, who has just really been so important in my healing process. And Rachel, I've had a couple phone conversations with her, a number of emails, and I was blessed enough to have a little session with her last week in getting a clearer picture of what she offers the world, and it is beautiful. I'm so excited to introduce to you Rachel Stewart to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been, it's, it's been a pleasure just getting to know you a little bit too, so thank you for that. Absolutely. I can't tell you. It's, it's been so healing just in the last, it's been almost a week. But since I've had my session with you, it's like I've felt this thunderous shift move under me in what we talked about. And I will share a little bit later on in our conversation today kind of what that looks like. But Mm -hmm. would you mind to just share with our listeners a little bit about your background and, and what you do? Sure. I guess my background began in more of a traditional psychology route. You know, for me, it was something that I was looking to help people and to be something that uh, could be a valuable resource for others. And, you know, through my work with traditional psychology, I kept coming up with more questions than answers, which I think is part of your process of, you know, developing as a human anyway, you know, as you as you grow older, you start to realize you you know less, even though you feel like you have learned more. So I was, you know, on that path along with everyone else. And I started seeking, you know, maybe some other avenues. I think primarily what threw me into more of what I'll call like an alternative healing space was a couple near-death experiences that I had had. And it it threw me in full force into beginning to acknowledge that there was more to the human experience than I had been acknowledging um, and had been trained in at that point. So it kind of opened the door for me to start looking at the soul and incorporating the soul into my work with more of that mental and emotional component. So since then, I've really uh, dove into really like how, how is it that we communicate with the soul and what is the soul kind of yearning for and its expression and how can we align that, that mental emotional component with the soul so that it's a true expression of your being as opposed to like, sometimes I feel like there's a disconnect and a lot of people, because, you know, as Americans, a lot of times we we're very headstrong and we, (laughs) we want to push forward and we're looking for results and, I think um, a lot of people are coming into the awareness of it. It, it is, it's more about being and expressing our fullness. And 
you know, how to go about doing that. So that's a little bit about my path and how I got into, you know, more of an alternative line of work. But I would say that it's, I really have been blessed to have the traditional psychology background as well. So it really has helped me to kind of blend both of those. So I think there's a a time and a place for, I'll say most things in the world and um, to be able to use um, all of that has, has really been a blessing for not just me, but for the people that I work with. So. Absolutely. And I love that you brought up awareness. You and I had a great conversation. In fact, I was thinking in my head when we were talking about awareness, I wish I was recording this. (laughs) (laughs) Because awareness is, in my opinion, kind of that first step is when we are aware that maybe we're out of alignment or we're aware that there's something that needs to be, you know, needs we need to put back on track or whatever, whatever it is in our life. It's in those moments when we have that awareness that we can then take those steps. And in, in what we talked about with, with my little session was I had, you know, we all have something that we're working on. You know, there's something maybe that's not perfect in our life. And if your life is perfect out there, then congratulations. (laughs) But having the awareness of where we're off and just being able to tap into, like you were saying, our soul, our inner knowing, you know, that the guidance that's with us to help shift and create this alignment. It's so powerful, that awareness. Yeah, I would agree. And I know that you also have um, maybe some background with uh, sports and as do I. And for me, you know, that sports background and I was, you know, a former competitive athlete, you know, a lot of people talk about that, that alignment that you're referring to as like being in the flow, you know, and how can we be in the flow and that it doesn't just apply to sports. And, you know, we know that you know we're looking at that, you know, for that in life, as well as that is that alignment for, you know, but the indicator of as to whether or not we're in that alignment is that flow It is that you know, that open hearted feeling and that joy. um, And there's an expansiveness to it versus the constriction, you know, when we're not in that space of alignment and flow. Absolutely. And coming back to sports, that's, that's where you have a lot of passion, right? Yes, it's definitely one of the areas I like working with um, athletes and sports teams. And it's, it is to be about, you know, it is about that alignment and, you know, helping them to be intentional about being in that space. Um, Because I think, you know, sports are so big in our world these days, um, there's more of a push, you know, and I see a lot of athletes trying really hard and working really hard and putting in lots of hours early, late, you know, working with a lot of coaches, there's a lot of money um, invested in, you know, even very young athletes. And, it's hard when you see that struggle, you know, for something that, you know, at the heart, they love doing. And so it really is kind of, it's, it's kind of about peeling that onion a little bit so that, that, that enjoyment can kind of come out and, and be more a natural expression of who they are versus that forced effortful experience, you know? 
Absolutely. And I, I, I see what you're saying. And I think too, part of it is, you know, athletes and this can be translated into anyone really, but athletes, right. Are, they want to show their coach exactly how hard they're working and look at like, I'm doing so much and I'm committed, but then that sometimes can pull them away from that flow. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it becomes, like you said, it's, it becomes a push. And so when you're, you're pushing, you're not in that, um, your natural state really, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so it, it becomes a little bit more challenging. And that's when I think people make choices for themselves that are, that are not in alignment, we'll say. So that's when, you know, maybe we don't get enough sleep. Maybe we're not eating properly. Maybe we're cutting corners in other ways. And, and it really ends up showing, you know, in their performance where you, you may be, you know, maybe you're more focused on your own performance than you are as a team and things get a little bit out of balance or you might start thinking you know more than the coach and it really becomes you know if we go back to understanding you know how we're organized we'll say (laughs) and so you know the ego and the soul get you know they're a little bit out of balance at times and so i think we can see that with some higher end athletes but that is the same experience with the younger athletes as well and so really trying to keep that you know, in harmony and in balance all the way through will help, you know, people maybe be able to reach some of the dreams that they have versus, you know, pushing forward. And, you know, the push is really the ego um, driving. And so if we can fall into alignment, it's not that we don't need an ego and that we don't use our ego, but it really needs to, um, you know, be in alignment with our soul. Absolutely. Could you give just a little explanation about what you do and, and like what you're doing now as you're incorporating the psych? I know you, there isn't specifically a title. You and I have talked about that. But if someone was to say, well, what do you do and how could you help me or my team or my group? What would you say to them? Well, yeah, I know you and I have talked about, you know, different, uh, we'll call them titles, you know, and how sometimes like a title can make you feel a little small um, and constricted in a certain way. But I, I would give a general sense of, you know, it is more metaphysical counseling, which means that we go beyond the emotional and the mental to incorporate the work of the soul. And while that's not something that a lot of people talk about, it's something that when they experience the alignment, they are energized in a way that allows them to be grounded, you know, balanced, harmonized, and they are able to express themselves more naturally, I guess we'll say. So, you know, some people refer to me as a life coach with a more holistic approach, and others just refer to me as a coach, like an elite performance coach as well. So I think when it comes to working with those, you know, different groups that you've mentioned, you know, I will work with individuals, I will work with families, I'll work with, um, you know, we get down to specifics, athletes, you know, might be a group in and of themselves, but then um, teams as well. So those different types of arenas are gonna like my work with them will look a little bit different. So you know, when when you and I had an opportunity to work together, 
you know, that looks a little different than when I'm working with a sports team, you know, but, you know, I might, if I'm working with them, it'll be like an education component to it where I'm explaining, you know, different ways that they may operate and then maybe incorporate some, you know, experiential, maybe meditations, group activities for them to be able to embody the information. Cause that's, you know, to me, it's not just about sharing information so that you keep it in your head. It really is about incorporating that into your being so that you, it's useful. You know, you want information to be useful and to be able to help people shift something else we've also talked about is, is vibrations and being able, able to shift into a vibration that is more harmonized with you know, your being. So, you know, when I'm working with individuals, we may um, have a conversation to find out what it is that you might want to be shifting into. Um, And like you mentioned previously, there are, you know, I see them as like anchors, you know, there's anchors that tie us into, we're going to call old behaviors and patterns that inhibit us from growing into what we're hoping to grow into. And so, it really is, you know, sometimes we're blind to those anchors. And so sometimes it's about unhooking from those and releasing those. And it, sometimes it's conscious and sometimes it's, it's not quite as conscious in that process, but really is about identifying those anchors to be able to release them, to be able to move forward into what it is that you, you are desiring and through your heart. And so once we can kind of identify that a little bit, then I will do what I call like an energetic drawing. It's, it's like an imprint and it's based on the intention that you and I come to an agreement upon. So it's not like, it's not about me and saying, I think you need this, you know, it's, it's really about, it's really soul directed from you. Um, And I may just be a translator in that process. And so I will do an energetic drawing. And then, you know, if you're, you know, in my presence or as we've done uh, through distance, we'll do uh, a healing session with, um, which is more energy work based. And what we'll do is tie in that intention into your system, release anything that needs to be released in order for that to take hold. And then uh, you you get to experience, you know, hopefully, you know, renewed energy and go forward from there. So what's kind of nice about the drawings then is that you're able to take that with you or in your case, I send it out to you as well. Then you're able to revisit the, the session uh, after, um, which does help that integrate a little bit more into your experience, into your daily experience. So And yes, I want to share just a little bit, if I can, just about the experience that I had, if, if that's okay with you. Great. Yeah. Okay, great. So when you, I love that you use the reference of these anchors, because that makes so much sense to me. And when we really reflect on maybe areas in our life that we're stuck, or we feel that we need some help in or movement on if we can recognize, you know, that's where the awareness piece comes in, what is dragging us down or what's locking us in or holding us back, it's in those moments that once you become aware of it, you're, it's unbelievably amazing how the universe then can help us see the path to release that. And that is exactly what happened the last six days since you and I have talked is 
when you put me, you know, we went through a, a little guided meditation mm-hmm. and I, I just went immediately in. It was, you know, my, I could feel my heart open. People talk about like you can feel tingly sometimes yeah. in your extremities. And I had never felt that until you and I had our session. And so it was like, I knew that magic was happening. Something was happening. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to drop in and I was able to see where I was stuck. And since that moment, anytime now that I, I, I meditate every morning. And so now that it, in my meditations in the morning, as I'm, you know, that's the area that I'm working on and, and trying to move through, I keep getting these little messages and this morning it was so clear what my message was and a lot of times our hang-ups if you want to call it that or our roadblocks are caused by fear and we live in such a fear-based society and we have defense mechanisms that have created some of these fears that we then carry into adulthood because we needed the defense mechanisms and in my meditation this morning, it said, what, what was said to me was, this is the lesson is to move past the fear and you are supported. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is oh so beautiful. It just was yeah. like, I get it. Okay, I see it. And then it made me reflect and I actually went to the drawing um, that, that you sent me and it put me right back into that session and I could feel that vibration exactly as you're saying. It's so powerful. It really, really is. So I just wanted to share a little bit about, about my experience and how in such a short period of time, it's led me to see the sun. (laughs) That's, that's awesome. I mean, I, no, and thank you for sharing that too, because it's it really is about your experience in there, in that space, and you're really invited into that space. And you know, it's something that each person they're open to it. They can step in there, and they really can experience a shift um, in, as you put it, magical ways. You know, and we really are. Um, you know, if you think of all the patterning we have, it's not like we intentionally wake up and say, how can I screw up my day today? You know, we, <laughs> we say, we're not like, I, I just can't wait to make a mess of this brand new day. You know, we don't start the day like that. And so a lot of these patterns and habits that we have are unconscious, you know, and so we go through our day and then people, of course, are, you know, the people closest to us, they look at us and they're thinking, you know, you're saying that you want to do this one thing. And yet I keep seeing these behaviors that, do you know, they don't line up? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, sometimes it takes someone else like me or someone else who does some similar work to come in and say, hey, if you want to go in this direction, that's great. But let's look, let's unhook from these other things because they really are pulling you back. Mm-hmm. They really are getting in your way and, and making it a lot harder. And in all reality, it's, you're not going to get there with those old patternings, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think if 2020 hasn't shown us anything else, it really has been about letting go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so many things, you know, that, so that we can see clearly and, mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to refer to those those anchors sometimes as blind spots. 
Mm. You know, like I said, we don't intentionally uh, do that, but when they are revealed to us through like awareness and whether or not it's, you know, someone else pointing it out to us, or sometimes in those meditative states, you can have awakening, so to speak. It's, I'm not talking about like a huge epiphany necessarily. It can be, but just that awakening to those moments or those situations or those behaviors that we're doing, they're like, wait a minute, that's never going to get me to where I, I want to go. And that really is to me, like, that's the call of the soul. Like, that's why we're here is to, you know, to allow that unfolding to happen, you know, so that we can be in our, our truest form, you know, whatever it is. And that's why I tell people it really is about aligning with the true self. It's your, it is your true North, mm. you know, but it's, it's, it's an individual experience. You know, we do have a collective experience as well, but the, what we're being called into right now is like, who, who are you? What do you stand for? And what are you standing in? And are you allowing that light to shine? Are you, are you sharing that with the world around you in the, in the clearest way possible? Because those old patterns and those old beliefs, they act like filters to our light. And so the more filters we have on, it's really hard for our light to shine through. And so it really is about removing some of those filters um, so that our light can shine brightly. What a beautiful way to put that. Thank you. Wow. Now, I know that you have spent quite a bit of time in Peru. Would you mind to share a little bit maybe what what got you to Peru? What was the draw? And, um, and maybe what some of those experiences have brought to your life? Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, if I'm to be honest, I don't initially recall my, like, what my first draw to Peru was other than I really just wanted to go. I just there was something in me that was like, I want to go to Peru, I want to, you know, I know a lot of people talk about Machu Picchu, and that was definitely uh, a draw. You know, I wanted to to see Machu Picchu, um, but there was something energetic about Peru that was calling me, and I really didn't know what it was. And for people who know me, they will know that if I feel called, I'm going. <laughs> so it probably won't take long, you know. <laughs> and so if I say, "Yeah, I'm I'm interested in this," they're like, "Oh, well." when are you going? You know, right, <laughs> so, right. Um, it does align pretty quickly once I am able to kind of hone my uh, awareness into into a space. But yeah, Peru, um, I do have a, a deep hearted connection with Peru. We'll say so, you know, the second I got there, I felt like I was at home. It's a, to me, it's a magical place. It, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't go by the rules that we, we live by here in, in the U.S., you know, so it's, I, I can step off the plane and I feel like I'm in a, in a different realm. And so, you know, I've, I've been privileged to work with, I'll call him a shaman just for the purposes of, you know, other people trying to understand what it is that, that he does, but you know, he's, he's a poet. He's a, he's a mystic. He's a shaman. He, he helps people to kind of see, you know, past those filters that we're talking about to be able to open, open your heart and, and express that uh, fully in the world. So it really is about that connection through the heart. So that kind of is what has drawn me to Peru and is, is being able to uh, do some of that work with uh, Americo is his name and the, 
Caro Indians up in uh, the high mountains. And the, the work that they do is, is truly magical because it, it just, it dissolves all of what you were talking about, that fear, you know, that gets in our way of being able to, to express ourselves fully. So yeah, I, I've made a number of trips to Peru and, and hope to be able to uh, visit again. Um, hopefully restrictions will be lifted at some point to be able to do that. But knowing that even with these restrictions, knowing that we're connected through the heart, it is, it's comforting, you know, and it, it's, there's a reason why everybody is where they are in the world. And, you know, hopefully we can use what we've, we've come to know and we know in our hearts anyway, to, to bring that out into the world now. Mm-hmm. When you speak about the metaphysical counseling, was that, was your experience in Peru kind of like this connection to weave the conventional psychology to the metaphysical counseling, or were you already doing that and it enhanced it? Or what, what kind of connection did that make then for you when you got back? Yeah, I, I mean, I had started in um, into the healing world before going down to Peru. So I had been doing a lot of healing work um, before my first trip down there, okay. um, which is probably part of the call down was to be able to expand in a new way and be able to release some of those old beliefs that I was holding on to through, you know, my old training. Um, So uh, I would say that, I mean, I can't recall now because now it's been a a long time. (laughs) I don't want to age myself too much there, but um, it's been been a while since, uh, you know, thinking about that. But yeah, it's, I definitely started, you know, more of the, and I'll call it traditional alternative route of, you know, Reiki and becoming a Reiki master and doing um, more like hands-on healing work. So that was kind of my early, you know, entrance into alternative healing, which was, was magical in and of itself, but it really opened up a whole new doorway for me that has been amazing. It's been amazing. So it was this movement of expand and grow, which is what we should always be doing, right? This constant expansion, grow, and just going. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like my earlier work, um, like as I was kind of branching out of traditional psychology, I was really looking into like my, even my work in traditional psychology was about resilience, you know, and what it is that helps people to kind of rise above their circumstances, so to speak. And so it really, for me, tied into intuition. You know, what it, what is it that's guiding us through that, like to help us to be resilient? And a lot of people, they look at resilience from the external factors. And I began looking at resilience from the internal factors of a person. And so that really led me into doing more deep study in intuition and really, um, refining, refining that. And that has been immensely helpful on my path. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate what a beautiful way to be able to expand on on the skills that you carried already and using the, the resources of ancient wisdom. Yes. Yeah, that's so great. I want to ask real quick, if, if I could, when we had our session last week, you, you mentioned, I, I, had, I had said something on what I was feeling, and you said that that was the manifestation 
kind of taking place. And this word manifest, you know, I think it's, it's, it's growing in popularity, if you will, but manifesting is really a huge tool that we can use to help drive us, to help align us with what our soul's purpose, path, um, in some cases. But would you, could you f- just explain a little bit because there's manifesting and there's lots of tools to get there and then there's, because I know for myself, I heard of manifesting when I read Emily Fletcher's book, Stress Less, Accomplish More is what it was called. And it was really like kind of getting deeper into meditating. And then at the end, she has you manifest for three minutes. And that was what really propelled us, in my opinion, to get into camper life. That was something that I had manifested. I was like, you know, I was visualizing myself. I was seeing it. I was you know, obviously not sure of the path that was going to get us there, but that's what I was really striving for. And when you said that in my session, it was, it was a, I, it made me feel the feeling of manifesting different. So I'm hoping that maybe you could explain a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think manifesting that the term has become much more mainstream Um, in the past I don't know, we'll say five to 10 years, you know, um, where people are more comfortable using that phrase and understand a little bit more about what it means. For me, like I I would say manifesting, it really is about, it's about that alignment that we were talking about, but it's not like in order to manifest, you need to be in alignment. Like there will not be manifestation if there's not an alignment of sorts, Right. And so there's sometimes people will say, well, I really want to manifest this over here. And then they manifest something over here, <laughs> you know, and right, they're like, right. how did I get over here? I really wanted to be here. And I'm like, well, you weren't aligned, you know, and it's not about my judgment of whether or not you're aligned. It's the universe saying this is where you're aligned over here. And so when we have these dreams, we have these, you know, these heart centered desires it really is about aligning with those, you know? And so for me, you know, when we go back to vibration, since we're all, we are all energy. And I know that's hard for some people to wrap their head around, you know, like, cause no, I'm physical and I'm, and I'm hard, but, um, but you are physical energy, you know, uh, just densified, so to speak. Right. So as you have these dreams and these desires, you really are aligning with that. And then it becomes embodied. Like as you embody that alignment, there's your manifestation, mm-hmm. you know? And so it just is. And that's where like, you know, people say, I want to try to manifest. I'm like, eh, you know, it's not really probably going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You go try because you're trying all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm watching your energy go straight up to the head or straight into the solar plexus where they're going to manipulate and try to maneuver to get to a particular outcome. And so that's when people say, no, you really have to enjoy the process. And you hear all these phrases and you're like, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. And so it really is about aligning your energy in, uh, mind, body, and soul in order to manifest, which all manifest means is that you've brought it into the physical world, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it really is in order to manifest, it needs to be embodied, 
which is another term of becoming physical. It needs to be in your full being in order to be expressed into the physical world. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. And it, it, it makes so much sense with what I was saying, how in that, like the, the shift that I felt since our session is when I, when you said that was it, because, you know, that was that becoming manifested. It was like, oh, and now that I'm kind of with just different things that have happened throughout the last few days, it's like, I get it. I yeah. see. Because do you, would you say that when we manifest something, yes, it comes into, you know, re- our reality and physical form, but sometimes can it be like the, the anchors can be removed? Is that part of the manifestation? I think that's part of the process. The process. Okay. The process of it. Because if you're, you know, and one of the things that we did in the meditation is sitting in your center, you know, mm-hmm. you, you need to be centered in order to manifest, which means your energy needs to be within you and not everywhere else, mm-hmm. you know? And so a lot of times we've got our energy somewhere else in the future, or we've got it somewhere in the past. And so we really want to reclaim that energy. And so as you're sitting in the present then you have the opportunity to what I talk about, like seeing into this sea of potential, you know, you have this ocean of possibilities before you and you, and you're either you're drawn to, to some of those things. There's, I mean, you're talking about unlimited possibilities. So you're obviously not drawn to all of them and which is why anybody can manifest anything that they desire. So it's, it's unlimited. And so when you see, you know, something in that ocean of possibilities that resonates with your soul, it's that resonance where boom, as soon as there's that resonance, that means there's an alignment. And as soon as there's the alignment, it already is. So there's no effort that's needed. And so it really is about being centered within yourself, which for some of us requires removing those anchors Mm -hmm. because our anchors are what are tying us into the past or they're tying us, you know, into, you know, that fear base to be able to, I want to know what's going to happen here. I'm, I'm not, I'm so scared of diving into the unknown, you know, that we, you know, which is also probably based in the past, <laughs> you know, just that the reason why we're, t- we're fearful of going into the unknown, right? Yes. So the second we can unhook those anchors, it helps us to be able to resonate with our desire so that we can manifest it. You know, and that was, you know, part of my, you know, we'll call it a calling to Peru. It really is that letting go of, you know, the desire to have to know everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know what I was stepping into. I didn't know what I was being invited into. And yet, you know, if you can dive into the unknown and it, magical things can happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. Thank you. I appreciate for you clarifying. And that's one thing I shared with you was like, there was this, as I was sitting in my center, it was all of a sudden a ping. So when you say that, you know, alignment that just that, Oh, it was so clear. And I see it so clearly even more now. Yeah. And a resonance is also another term. Yeah. You know, alignment, there's a resonant, like you're resonating with something, something's calling to you mm-hmm. and boom, you know, and as soon as there's that alignment, it is, it already exists mm-hmm. in that moment then. Yeah. So we need to just create, like allow it to come through. 
Yep. So beautiful. It's so beautiful and so powerful. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Very much. So if our listeners wanted to find you and connect and work with you, where, where could they do that? They can go to my website and that is inspire27.com. Okay. And it's the number 27, inspire27. Okay, great. I will include that in the show notes. Absolutely. What's behind the name? I guess I would say inspiration, you know, for me comes through the heart. And so, you know, a lot of my work is very heart centered and, you know, I like to see people connected to their heart. So what is it that truly inspires them? And uh, the number 27 has just always been a powerful number for me. So I, I will stick with it. Perfect. Great. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I will include your, your website on, on the show notes, like I said, and I would highly recommend if anybody feels called to connect with Rachel, I just, you know, we, there was kind of like, it was like a five-step process that we went through in my session. And I think it, it might look a little different if you're working with, when you're not working with just an individual. Yes. So it was, it's definitely something that if, if this is something you're feeling pulled, I would do it. Just absolutely reach out and Rachel, you're so easy to talk to. And, and that's another thing that I, similar to Sandy, like there is no judgment. And I think that that's something we can get hung up on because when we come to a session like that, you know, we're working through something that's hard. Yeah. And we're always worried, you know, in our world about what people think or what they're going to say, but it wasn't that at all. And when you say that it isn't about you, it's about that person that you're working with. That's exactly how I felt. I mean, you helped me get just drop right into my essence and my core. And from that space then helped me expand and grow. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for that. Cause that is, that is truly what I hope to bring forward. Absolutely. It was so great. And And we talked about how, you know, this ping that I heard was what makes my heart sing. And at the end, when we were kind of wrapping up and I was just sharing some of the things that I was feeling and that had come to me and that I heard you, you know, that was something that you said too, that this makes your heart sing as well. And I, I love that. It does. It does very much. You know, I, I love working with people and I love helping them to open to their own possibilities, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, whatever their world, you know, whatever they want to bring into their world that hopefully bring positive light to the world. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know, that's the idea, but it's, it's really about listening to the heart and being able to drop Mm -hmm. into that space and, and open up so that you can fully experience who you are here to be, you know, and share that with the world. So it really is about bringing that forward into the world and, you know, I, I, I do, I hear you when I do, I understand that sometimes it can be scary for people to step into that space or being willing to step into that space. Cause they always, you know, I say, well, what do you see? And, and how is that, you know, what are you thinking when you're, when you're doing <laughs> that? And for me, it really is just about you being able to be connected to your heart. So it's, it's not so much about any of that other stuff because that stuff's just getting in the way of you experiencing your fullness. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. So one last thing that I'd like to ask before we, we wrap up today is, and as I, as you said, you know, this makes my heart sing with that. Now that you've moved from your world of psychology, that, you know, that foundational conventional psychology and into where you are now, do you feel that you're living your rich, authentically aligned, wholesome life? I would, I would say, uh, definitely. I, it's funny when you think of your path, you know, to be where you are today. And it's, it's almost like you look back and think, wow, I've done, I've done a lot in my life and I've lived a lot. And I would say that there are some experiences in my life where I was totally in harmony with my soul and my heart was totally singing and then there were other moments where I wasn't in alignment and I got some pretty hard wake up calls, <laughs> you know, into saying, Hey, like it's, it's time to shift. It's time to move, you know, and, and just like all people, like sometimes we can stay in situations that, that are too small for us. And so to be able to um, have the courage to step beyond that and open up to new possibilities, I'm really grateful that I, I took a lot of risks in my life to step out of traditional uh, conventional thinking. But in doing so, it really has helped my heart expand in a way that I never, I just never even thought was possible. It's not like I thought, oh gosh, I can't do that. It was never even in my awareness um, at that time. So the more that I continue to open to it, the, you know, new possibilities begin to show themselves for me. So I, um, I just, I love this path. I love being on it. I love things that align with it. You know, I will spend a lot of time like looking at different, we'll call them sacred sites or, you know, places where I feel that alignment or a little bigger charge for that, you know, as I connect with the earth. And so like, I'll go to those places to be able to experience that, you know, a little more fully at times, which does help that you know, bring that forward. And, you know, that's a part of my journey as well. So, you know, when you talk about authenticity, authenticity is, is about that, you know, sharing that alignment, you know, of your, your mind, body and soul, you know, and that's authenticity. I think a lot of times people will, and I'm not saying you at all, but um, I do hear like the word authentic, you know, are you being authentic? And so sometimes people will just, uh, they're like angry about something. So they feel like being authentic is about screaming out, you know, <laughs> what they're upset about. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, you know, thank you for sharing that. But, you know, when we're talking about that, living that raw, authentic life, it really is about like that alignment, you know, mm-hmm. and being able to be, you know, fully expressed into your wholeness. That is yeah. so fantastic. Oh. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being on today. This was such a great conversation. You, it's like for me personally, if I can say, I'm going to say this here is you were this like catalyst that helped me get over this hump, this, you know, that we can see where we're misaligned. We can see it. We can see where we're struggling. And when you say, you know, we're in a space that's too small for us to put it that way is so meaningful because when you see that you're like oh yes because this isn't serving me and it's not serving them and it's okay so it's time to 
it's time to do something different and to make that shift and to be able to allow someone to see that in a way that there's no judgment coming from you and to help move the ego aside for a minute so that the heart can shine. That's a really beautiful gift that you have. So I appreciate you and I'm, I'm just so thankful that you were on. And again, I highly recommend all of our listeners to reach out to you and, and just even to see, you know, if it's something that you could work with them on or just to explore. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun and it's been, it's been great getting to know you as well. So I uh, value what you're doing in the world and uh, keep, keep letting your light shine. Thank you. Thank you. Heal yourself, heal the world. It's always an adventure. Adventure awaits. If something in this episode resonated with you, please subscribe to the Live Your Raw Life podcast so you can be alerted when new episodes drop. And please leave a review while you are there. I will be back with you next week, Thursday, sending light, love, and positive energy your way. We will see you next week. 